Hey guys, welcome back to It Is Finished. I'm Bethy. And I'm Helena. And last week we did a Bible study on Ephesians 2. We hope you guys enjoyed. We hope you guys learned as much as we did. I know that was a long episode, but it was full of so many things that we have learned and God has just been teaching us. Yes. And um, this week we are continuing with Ephesians 4. Um, I know we mentioned this last week, but even though we're jumping from different chapters, um, make sure you read the whole book of Ephesians. Um, There are so many valuable things within these chapters, and just because we're skipping them for the time being doesn't mean that we think, you know, there's nothing in there. There's obviously stuff in there, but we just are selecting these for now. So me and Bethy were just talking and we were just trying to think of anything that we wanted to discuss before we jump into this episode, um, anything that's been on our minds or anything. Um, and I was thinking about just anything we've seen on social media recently. And um, one thing that stuck out to me that I saw on TikTok a couple, well, I don't even so before we get into this episode, me and Bethy were just talking about anything that we wanted to discuss before jumping into the episode. And um, something that caught my eye on TikTok a week or two ago is something called the Queen James Bible. Um, keep in mind, I just hit queen and not king. I guess it's a clever play on words. Um, but as far as I know, um, well, actually, Bethy mentioned that it was around for a while, I guess. But for some reason, it was just surfacing on TikTok a couple or resurfacing, I guess. Um, and from my understanding, it's a rewritten Bible, basically embracing homosexuality. I don't know um, if any other topics were changed other than that specific one. Um, but yeah, I guess they just went in and changed those things. And I just thought that was really interesting and really sad, obviously. I don't think that needs to be said, um, but I said anyways. It's just really depressing to see. I mean, um, that is one of the worst things that you can do is rewrite scripture. And it's really interesting to me because a lot of people that are, um, or a lot of Christians that are for homosexuality say that, or argue that nowhere in the Bible is it against homosexuality. And I guess they try to translate it to mean different things. But if you're going in and changing those things, and obviously you think that those things are against homosexuality because you felt the need to go and change them. You know what I mean? I was going to say logically, that's what makes sense. But again, I feel like we should steer away from saying logically because... Yeah, but um, I don't know. I think it's just the same concept with progressive. It's the same issue with progressive Christianity. Um, you can't keep changing the word to fit what you think is right. Obviously, I'm not gonna say obviously, but to me, that's what it feels like. But yeah, yeah. So to add on. Um, I don't know if I mentioned that I was reading this book earlier this season, but um, it's called Gay Girl, Good God, and it's by Jackie oh, yeah. Perry. And I think that's like a perfect segue um, into this conversation. Um, but yeah, I first want to say that I completely agree with Alina. I don't want to say obviously either, but um, like we've said many times, like changing God's word, like God's word should never change. And he says that in his own word. So if you're changing it, you're just going against his word. Um, but aside from that, I wanted to read a little section, like literally two sentences from this book, because I feel like um, us as Christians can say like, oh, you have to be straight or like, you know what I'm saying? Like straight is the perfect way or something like that. Like if you're straight or automatically like perfect or something like that, you're good. And like being a homosexual is bad, which I mean, it's a sin, but the person isn't bad if that makes sense. Mm -hmm. So I just wanted to read this. Um, and she says, God was not calling me to be straight. He was calling me to himself. The choice to lay aside sin and take hold of holiness was not synonymous with with heterosexuality so um <clears throat> again i really recommend this book you don't have to be someone who's like converting from a homosexual um lifestyle 
yeah to like a heterosexual you don't have to do that you can literally like I'm reading it um just because there's so much so much of her life there's so much to like learn from um but yeah like it's not like that God is calling you not to just be straight so you can be perfect or whatever but he's really just calling you to be like him that's the whole purpose we're leaving sin away and we're leaving it aside and we're choosing to not like participate (laughs) um to not just like act in that way to be like him not to be quote-unquote good you know what I'm saying does that make sense yeah I mean we've talked about um I always say we've talked about because we've literally said everything not everything um like the point of us being here or like the goal is to just grow more and more to resemble Jesus more and more um so again it's not for us to be good people because one we're not good people so it doesn't really matter and two um we just have that example that we that was set for us when he came down onto this earth and showed us how to live um and he gave us a spirit for that reason you know we're just supposed to we're called to be like him like his representatives on this earth um and walking in sin keeps us from doing that anyways the point is don't change god's word and don't try to make it fit your own uh, desires anywho um now we're going to jump into this week's episode which is Ephesians chapter 4 um we don't want it to be too long so I'm just gonna hop in and read the first two verses um so verses 1 to 2 says I oh also we're reading from New King James Version I know we always say that we're gonna say what it is but we never do there it is um we always do do in the middle or at the end like we never start out saying it okay say it in the beginning this time already um yeah so four one to two says i therefore the prisoner of the lord beseech you to walk worthy of the calling with which you were called with all lowliness and gentleness with long suffering bearing with one another in love yeah, yeah and i really like this verse because um well i liked specific words that um were written for example lowliness and um gentleness if i'm not gonna say if i like because i know um in the world we live right now that isn't seen as a desired personality um people want to be like a boss uh fierce and powerful yeah like fierce did you say fierce yeah yes fierce. <laughs> um and this is just looked upon as like oh my god she's so self-conscious or like she's so weird shy. Yeah. yeah like anyone can just do whatever they want with you because you're not like strong it's seen as weak um when that literally the word of god goes completely against it so um yeah, and, I, and if you're looking for an example of what that might look like, I would literally just turn you to Jesus because looking at his life, looking at the way he talked um, is a great example for what that looks like. Um, but really, just to shorten it up, it means serving others, putting others before yourself. And I know it's so hard and like it's mm-hmm. so much easier said than done because you're probably like dead, like, you know, but it's not as easy as that. And even and it's like, even people that you don't necessarily have a liking for, because um, mm-hmm. it's easy to, I guess, serve or at least help or whatever people like your friends and people that you actually like or care about. Um, but when it comes to people that irritate you, and I'm speaking from personal experience, okay, I'm not I'm not trying to be hypocrite here because obviously I'm not nowhere close to being perfect. Um, but I think that's where most struggle would come in is like for people that just irk you but it doesn't matter you still have to apply the same principles to them yeah and um I mean Jesus himself says what good is it if you love someone who loves you for even a sinner does that right so like there's no point in I mean there is a point but um what he calls us to be and do and act is far different from the world and um 
I don't remember if I heard this from someone or like if I said this or I thought this. Sometimes I get like my own thoughts confused. <laughs> but um, I was hearing, again, I don't know if it's for myself. So I'm just going to say I was hearing um, that it's much easier to like love someone and have patience for someone and like forgive someone when you pray for them. Again, I really Oh, I think it was me. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, anyways, yeah. So it's like, even if you have like some resentment or like someone makes you mad or whatever it may be and like, let's say like ruins your mood or whatever. It once you like have, it takes time. I'm not going to say like, I'm going to be mad and right there and there. I'm going to like pray for them and say, God help them. Da, da, da. It might take some time. We're human. We have emotions. But um, as soon as you can, if you bring it to God and you actually like pray for them or whatever they did, uh, you feel much better, like genuinely. So I recommend that. But yeah. Mm. Um, I have something highlighted in this color. Also, I suggest like highlighting in different colors in your Bibles, like to mean different things, but that's besides the point. Um, it says bearing with one another. Well, it says with long suffering, bearing with one another in love. And I feel like this just ties back to whatever we talked about before, um, like with Galatians 6 2, and I'm sure another verse, but I can't remember what it was, um, where basically the moral of the moral of the story is uh, we're meant to go through like pain and suffering in this life but the point is you're not supposed to do it alone we're called to bear other people's burdens we're not supposed to carry them on our own and i've talked about this on tiktok and i've talked about this on our instagram so if you haven't seen them go ahead and check them out it is finished podcast but um yeah it just that's what it reminded me of and it says in love because like the whole purpose of it like the whole foundation of everything that we're supposed to do um like and the whole foundation of God's government is love. Um, <laughs> so everything ties back to you. And then verse three says, endeavoring to keep the unity of the spirit in the bond of peace. I just want to read what it I have here. So I have this, um, uh, what's it called? A study Bible, I guess. Uh, but it's in ESV version, but same thing. Um, it says, peace is a state of reconciliation and love and therefore acts as a bond to unite believers in Christ. Believers do not create unity, but are to preserve the unity already established. And mm. that's an interesting, interesting um, way to put it. <laughs> I don't know what I'm saying. Yeah. Um, uh, the point, the thing that I was going to say was, um, it's just going back to us being part of one body which is why it's so important for us to bear each other's burdens and help each other through anything that's going on in our lives because we all make up one body and I feel like we've definitely spoken on this recently in an episode but whatever it's here again um because the spirit that lives in each of us are of the same spirit so that means we're all connected and tied with this bond of peace which I find very cool. <laughs> and um, also you have to realize that um, going back on what you said about um, that we bear each other's burdens, if one person is like going through it, like one body would, if my hand is going through it, <laughs> like if I hit <laughs> or I break my bone, like best believe I'm gonna have a headache or I'm gonna feel it everywhere. So that's the same way with other people. It's like we're one body. We have to think about it as like one body of Christ. And that's why it's our job to like check up on each other and like convict one another, like use, be used by God to convict each other. Um, because again, like although God has his word to speak to us, um, us as people just, I guess, receive it better when we hear it from people. So um, that's why it's so important to like, like we've been saying in our past um, episodes to have friends that God could use. <laughs> yeah. Um, the stronger, like, the body is as a whole, like, the less room the enemy has to attack anyone within that body, 
Um, I don't know how I want to explain this. I'm not even. And also, try. like, it's not like a competition. I think, like, as Christians, we might get like I don't know. Again, we have that old life part of ourselves where everything is a competition now if you look around the world who has the best body who has the prettiest face who has the highest grades who has the best career who has the best relationship was okay i can dang going, she but. just listed them all off the top of your oh. head that was literally impressive. whatever came to my head but um yeah that isn't that way with christianity because we are all one you know what i'm saying if one person's winning we're all winning if one person's not we're all not if that makes sense you hmm. know um and also like i think that's where you were getting but i don't know um i don't actually i'm probably not because you said it was too complicated but um the more people that are strengthened in the body of christ and the more people that there are in general um that are on fire for god right like like actually following christ and living by his word the more people that are impacted and then it will just grow faster um and god can come like jesus can come faster and we can all be in heaven so um yeah i was at work today and some guy walked in and screamed um like we, we asked him or not we because i don't be like i don't greet people just for the fun of it but some people do and i was asked how are you and then he was like i'm so good i'm ready for jesus to come back and i haven't heard anyone like i haven't obviously nobody talks about jesus like anywhere you know so i was kind of surprised to hear it it's like sad that it's like a shock you know what i mean i was just like well mm-hmm. he just said jesus out loud like that loudly mm-hmm. um and then i asked my coworker, i was like oh what did he say like because i just wanted to make sure i heard him correctly because i know I, I felt like i heard jesus and i was like what and i was just like i think he said something about jesus returning i'm not even gonna like try to understand what he's saying or like i'm not even gonna try to talk about that or something like that and i was like okay. and i hope <laughs> like okay jesus it was like she shut it down real quick but it's just I don't know I don't know where that I don't even remember the last thing you said or why I brought that up but it's yeah so now we're going to move on to verse seven and this is basically talking about spiritual gifts and it starts off by saying but to each one of us grace was given according to the measure of Christ's gift therefore he says when he ascended on high he left he led captivity captive and gave gifts to men. Yeah. And um, first thing that I want to say is when it says um, grace, it's not talking about the grace, um, like saving grace, like the grace that we're given to be saved, but it's talking about um, grace given to, like for spiritual gifts, if that makes sense. Oh, I think you mentioned that. <laughs> talking about spiritual gifts but i feel like people are gonna think when they think of grace they think of like the standard whatever but this is talking about um spiritual gifts and i think we've talked about before how we're all given different roles if that makes sense like in the body of christ like some of us are meant to be in the church and some of us are not because not every not everything to serve god is like in the church and we've definitely talked about that before um everyone is given different spiritual gifts i think i just already said that um not to say that every single person has a different one some of them can be overlapping um i think it's interesting how these this verse follows the verses that we were just talking about talking about one body in christ um we're all given different spiritual gifts but we're all part of one body and um the more that we focus i feel like i've said this bro like i have deja vu of saying these words but um, I feel like I said, stay in your own lane when it comes to um, like spiritual gifts. And I feel like this goes back to what Bethy just said about um, it being a competition. Because I feel like some people think like being a, a pastor is more important than uh, like serving the homeless or something like that or working in whatever other field there is. They think they're serving God more than someone else that makes sense tell me if I'm making sense Um, but it's not a competition and you're not one to say if one is greater than the other because some people really aren't just called to do those things Uh, because if everyone was called to do the same thing then who would do literally everything else Um, if that makes any sense but the point is 
the different parts of the body all have different functions, right? So I think it's just a really good like metaphor to use for this thing. Um, and the, the better that part of the body functions, the better the body is as a whole and the stronger it is. Uh, <clears throat> and the stronger it is to fight against attacks of the enemy. Just as a body would be better at like fighting off viruses or like sickness, the stronger it is. No. That makes sense. Mm-hmm. And um, to add on to that, um, so like you were saying with, um, <laughs> are you looking at me like that? I was just getting, sorry. Okay. Um, like you were saying about grace, so um, like you were talking about grace, the type of grace that this is talking about is more like favor, and it comes with like the gifts, and um, while it also can mean like what you do and like your purpose, it could also be like other type of gifts, like like you could prophesy and also be a preacher and also you know what I'm saying like do a bunch of things and I also think that that comes with um seeking the Lord like if you're like okay how do I get this supernatural grace like how do I get these gifts or whatever because not like all of the like not not all the gifts that it's referring to are actual like jobs if that makes sense like it could be literal like an ability to like sense things and just like spirituality is so much greater than we'll ever know and I know we'll learn so much more about it in heaven um obviously but um there's a reason why it says that Jesus ascended into the heavenly heights um and the gifts were given to men aka holy spirit right like he said he would leave holy spirit to us and that's how we're able to have these gifts and the grace that all comes from him so if you're learning like if you want to know how to like grow it and like learn more about it I would just literally say seek and ask um because that is something that God would want for you but he's not just going to give it to you out of nowhere um you're not just going to start prophesying if you haven't been asking or if you don't have a desire for it so if you want to have a desire for it ask for the desire you know what I'm saying you don't need to like have a desire to get it but you can literally ask for the desire same thing with like seeking god like if you if you're like dang i haven't been seeking god obviously that be that means that you haven't had a desire for it so ask for that desire you know um and the same thing is for the grace and for the gift i just want to stress again not to be jealous of other people's spiritual gifts um i know sometimes if you want to be able to prophesy or you want to be able to speak in tongues because you just think it's like i'm not gonna say cool i don't know why people think or why people, what other people's, re, what people's reasons are for wanting those spiritual gifts. Um, or maybe they think it's, it really means that they have a strong relationship with God or whatever. Um, don't be jealous of other people. That's, it's just no bueno. Um, jealousy is not from God. It's not something that we're supposed to, it's not something that we're called to feel, if that makes any sense. Um and it just makes us a little bitter if that makes any sense. And then at some point, like what? Yeah, it's just bitter. It's kind of funny. But yeah. Is it true, right? Like it makes you bitter. Like jealousy just makes you bitter in general. Yeah, um, jealousy itself is a sin, anyways. Yeah. Uh what was I saying? Oh, and then if you pray to God and you're you're wanting those spiritual gifts, but they're coming from a place of jealousy, that's not the proper way to receive those types of gifts and then you're just wasting your time at the end of the day um yeah and i'm not even gonna get into that i mean because like i was thinking if it's coming from that place and then if you're not getting them from god the enemy might like use that desire again and then i feel like that's could be where these like quote-unquote witches or crystals astrology new age practices yes that's what it is where all of that stuff can come from because that's just no plan either yeah we talk about that a lot in our episodes but whatever yeah and um just to like add on to that 
I know this doesn't really have much to do about it, but just because you mentioned it, I've been seeing a lot of TikToks um, addressing the misconception that people have or atheists have or other religions have that say that Christianity is man-made. Um, and people addressing it saying, like, you know that noise in TikTok that's like the dramatic like the comeback thing. noise? Yeah, yeah, the dramatic thing. They're, they're like, if it's man-made, why does it go against man, man's desires? And it's um, a very great comeback because um, – it does and um but like astrology and all those actually align and they think that it's true because it aligns so just watch out for stuff yeah bro you just ignited like some type of in me because it's just like so yeah for example with astrology a lot of it is kind of just telling you what you want to hear about yourself um in regards to personality traits and some people might argue might argue like no it's telling me like things I don't like about myself but either way it's still low-key something that you want to hear um and I I heard you can even like put in two signs and it tells you if you're like romantically compatible or something Mm -hmm. that is so weird to me and then people actually go off of that like to find someone that they're they want to be with but that is not what relationships should be based off of because why is she going to get into that relationship and it's not going to work. I shouldn't say that. You know what I mean? (laughs) (laughs) It's just not an accurate, like, tell of whether a relationship can work or not. That itself should be a sign that it's man-made. Like, literally, it's completely man-made. And even if you don't believe it to be man-made, like, who made it? Yeah, where did these rules come from? Yeah, like... Because there's no book. There's no spiritual, like... I don't know. And, like, the stars can't write it. You know what I'm saying? Like, they can't say that this... Yeah. Is it off of... Actually, I don't even remember. Is it off of the stars alignment? The moon, sun, something like that. Yeah, they can't yeah that's so interesting that you mentioned that because people say like oh but the bible was written by men but it's like if it wasn't written by men you would be like who wrote it then or like where did it come from where did these ideas come from you know what i mean yeah it's really interesting and and again it literally goes against what the human nature is yeah but astrology does not no it's just so ridiculous anyways um um so now we're just gonna finally move on to the next verses that we want to talk about uh so verses 11 through 12 says and he himself gave, and he himself gave some to be apostles some prophets some evangelists and some pastors and teachers for the equipping of the saints for the work of ministry for the edifying of the body of christ so we're not going to go too in depth with this just because I think we've been talking about it this whole episode. <laughs> but I just wanted to point out something and how it says equip. So um, it says our job is to equip saints. And I know, um, God, I have the same phrase that I say. Um, it says equip saints. To me, that means um, to not change or convert but rather prepare believers to do their own work of ministry Um, because we can get it confused saying like, okay, like I've been preaching the word of God to this person and still they're not converting. It's not your job to convert them. Actually, it's God's job to do that. Um, That's leave that to him. You know, all you can do is prepare, feed them constantly, do as much as you can do to put as much of him into them as possible um and just to not be discouraged if someone isn't converting or switching right away because it takes time it took time for me it took time for yeah anyone um and it can take it takes different people different like everyone's path to Mm -hmm. finding Christ is completely different it's not like one straight thing because some people can literally hear one sermon and then choose that way of life um but other people can be living their lives for 50 years one way and then finally decide that Christianity is something that they want to do um but I feel like also even though they're not saying that they're completely converting to Christianity as long as they're 
receiving like as much as they possibly can of Jesus, then like at least that's getting them somewhere. And like as at least you're doing your job um, and preparing them. And also um, not only people who aren't Christians, but there can be Christians that are in the church for like 50 years who have never even had like a relationship with Jesus. So it's so hard that you can't even judge from the outside like just because they're in the church they automatically like know Jesus because that's so false and I am a testimony to that so I mean I was in the church for 50 years but still like you know what I'm saying like just because they call themselves a Christian um again I am a testimony to this um doesn't mean that they have a relationship so just doing anything and preparing everyone not just unbelievers but like even believers too like let's say you know they have a relationship with jesus prepare them to do your job and um to everyone and um yeah yeah and then verse 13 i know we weren't going to talk about that it says um till we all come to the unity of the faith and the knowledge of the son of god which is basically what we were just saying um basically just i keep saying basically but trying to get them to know who jesus is and keep in mind our, the knowledge of who he is is expanding forever and ever we said this so many times but like we're never gonna know who he completely is or we're never gonna know all of the aspects of God even after we die like there are people up in heaven right now still learning um about him and about his government and everything that there is to know because we're still human and there's only so much that we can see um which is why we need God to give us those those gifts to see spiritually um but even then we were still partially blocked just because of our own like conscious and our own flesh so there's never a time to stop agreed and i think um i'm not gonna say we mentioned it i just um that's why you can't read the Bible once, like, at all, or a couple of times, or it's just, like, a temporary or a side thing. You have to include yeah. in everything because different things will be revealed to you about Christianity and about your life through Christ in every aspect of your life, if that makes sense. Like, even in your school or your job or your workplace or, I don't know, different situations, like, all of it applies to Jesus, like, Christianity isn't something you can like master it's not something you can like get a degree in and then be like an expert in and then you're just done um low-key people actually do get like a, a theology degree a theology degree yeah, doesn't, yeah. but mm-hmm. that's not yeah that doesn't mean that they first of all theology is just like it's not just Christianity I think they learn about every theological type of thing um but either way what i said is true (laughs) you can't get a degree in christianity you can't master it it's not something that's like a one and done thing it's not something that you can study for and just know everything like that's not true okay so um now we're reading verse 14 and it says that we should no longer be children tossed to and fro and carried about with every wind my gosh, with every wind of doctrine by the trickery of men in the cunning craftiness of deceitful plotting, but speaking the truth in love may grow up in all things into him who is the head, Christ. So for verse 14, the book that I was talking about, the study Bible thing, um, it says, immaturity in the truths of Christian doctrine makes the Church-like gullible children tossed helplessly by the waves and wind of cunning and deceitful schemes of false teachers. I also think that was an interesting way of putting it. And this also reminds me of, I don't remember what verse or chapter, but it was in the book of James. It's a short book anyways, but uh, where it was saying like being, what's it called? Not like strong in faith or... It's like being tossed by waves, like being, what's it called? Partial partiality. Mm. Um, yeah, that it's the same type of imagery, I guess. Um, oh, this is continuing verse 13 uh, and 12, but... Oh yeah. 
what no nothing oh i was trying to whatever anyways um so this verse is really just continuing what we were just talking about how important it is for us to um like equip others with the knowledge of jesus you just sounded like you were gonna say something Um, how important it is for us to equip others with the knowledge of jesus um so that we would no longer be children tossed and susceptible to the trickery of men which uh the the study book puts it under false teachers but it really is also just like schemes of the devil because again the devil uses people to um bring others down with him and then it says but speaking the truth in love which again love how many times have we said is the government is the foundation of god's government it's literally it's the reason why we're living um it's the reason why we're saved is (laughs) we're supposed to be doing everything out of love as Christians, just as Jesus does. um, So that we can grow up in all things into him who is the head, which is Christ. Yeah. And to add on to that, um, I really like how you pointed out the last part where it says, um, well, actually a part of the last part where, um, I was talking about speaking the truth and love um, and some questions that I was writing down as I was thinking about what that meant. Um, I was just thinking about how we were telling the gospel um, and how that compares to how Jesus did it. Um, was he blunt? Yes. Was he direct? Yes. But did he sugarcoat it? No. Right. Um, did he yell? Was he like fierce or whatever? No. Um, and he didn't condemn. That was also really another thing. I think um, sometimes it might come off to condemn. And uh, actually, there's a TikTok up about a condemnation and conviction. But condemnation is never from God if it makes you feel guilty or anything like that about your sins. Because he knows. And he would never want you to feel like that. Because it would just lead you further away from him. Um, but we are there to convict. We are there to transform. And well, equip them enough to transform. For God to do the transformation. Right? Um, but yeah. And also um, when you are preaching the gospel. And when you are speaking truth. Um, this truth should be directly from the word of God. If we did not make that clear. Like it's not like it could be revelation and all that that god has shown you but it should correlate with the word of god um this is the one and only word of god like there's no type or whatever like if what you're saying doesn't align with his word then you're not speaking truth like jesus says himself he's the only truth so if it doesn't align with jesus then it's not the truth that he's talking about here it doesn't matter how much in love you put it yeah and i think people have a flawed definition of what love is in this society and i'm um feel like we repeat a lot of the things we say but i don't really care there's a difference between love and tolerance and i feel like people believe tolerance is love which is why i feel like people um are kind of against christianity and believe it's just full of like judgment and um don't feel comfortable talking to a lot of Christians because I mean, it makes sense if you feel kind of called out based off of what you're doing, then you're not going to really want to listen to it because I mean, obviously it's something that you enjoy taking part in and you don't really want to change your behavior. Um, And it's not even just about shame, but it's just like, you don't want to change. So you don't want to listen to it or you just feel like they're judging you, but it's not even, I mean, honestly, some Christians are pretty judgy, but um, a lot of Christians just come from a place of like really wanting to tell you what's acceptable and what's not in God's eyes, not even our own. So it's like, <laughs> yeah, I feel like we have a TikTok on that too, but I can't remember. Yeah. So um, a great example of just, how to speak truth from jesus is with the 
adulterous woman and how he was speaking truth to not only her but also the people that were calling themselves christians or calling themselves followers of god at that time in israel and how um although they were following the law they were pretty much condemning her and like putting her down um for what she had done but um he makes it known that everyone has sinned and which is why he says that the person or someone or people who have not sinned, they can go ahead and throw stones at her, right? And one by one, we see each person leave because they realize that they too are sinners. And the same thing is here. When you speak truth to other people, whether they be, whether they be believers or not, you have to understand that you are too or were too a sinner, right? Now we don't really, like, although we do sin, we don't, like, I wouldn't say sinner because, um, you're cleansed by the blood of Jesus, right? Um, when God looks at your life, he sees Jesus. He sees, when he looks at you, he sees Jesus in general. But um, yeah, that's why. And that leads you to not condemn because you realize, hey, like, why am I shaming this person? Why am I guilting this person? I too was once there. So, yeah. All right. So we're going to try to wrap this up because it's going a lot longer than we thought it would. Um, keep in mind we're skipping verses but as I said please read the whole thing um, we just really are trying to make use of our time anyways um, the next verses that we want to read are 26 through 29 um, it says be angry and do not sin do not let the sun go down on your wrath nor give place to the devil let him who stole steal no longer but rather let him labor working with his hands what is good let him who stole steal no longer but rather let him labor working with his hands what is good that he may have something to give him who has need let no corrupt word proceed out of your mouth but what is good for necessary edification that it may impact grace to the hearers okay so um with these verses um what's really emphasized is your emotions and what you do with them pretty much so what i got from this is pretty much don't let the power of your emotions um, affect your actions. Like, don't go about your actions from your emotions. And um, this is actually one of the first things I think we ever posted on our story. And it was um, by Chandler Moore, um, who was just like a worship leader from Maverick City Music. Um, but also he has his own music. But um, he posted this IGTV and it's titled like it's all about you and it's basically a song saying like god like i surrender my emotions um it's not about me it's not about how i feel how i want to do things what makes me feel good but like i'm going to surrender my emotions and be obedient to your word and so he basically says your feelings are not there to be um a gauge no their feelings are there to be a gauge not a guide they are there for jesus to point out what's inside of you and what you need his rescue from when you don't submit to the lordship of jesus you end up fulfilling what you want sometimes we forget that this very this very life given to us was for the service oh my gosh this very life given to us was for the very purpose of serving and living for jesus that is this body is a living sacrifice paid for where we were never meant to live following what we feel our flesh um so I don't think there's really more to be said from me, but um, I just, it's interesting how it says like anger will lead to revenge and stuff like that. So these feelings, if you aren't controlling them, if you aren't surrendering them to God can lead to sin pretty much. Yeah. Um, and it says be angry. And I know in another Bible study, I can't remember which book it was, but it was basically talking about, there was a verse talking about the, maybe it was James, <laughs> but about how anger is a sin, or not anger is a sin, but uncontrolled anger, if that makes sense. Um, but anger itself is not a sin, and we've definitely explained that before. But just to talk about it again, I mean, God has been angry, and we've seen that more so in the Old Testament. Um, Jesus got angry when he flipped those tables, right? Uh, with the greedy money people in the church. But um, it's when it becomes uncontrolled, as Bethy said, when you're not taking control of your emotions and it depends on what you're getting ang angry about too. Like as believers, we should be 
angry at the devil. We should be angry towards sin. We should be angry against all of these things that go against Jesus. Um, mm, that's good. <laughs> thanks. Um, but it says, do not let the sun go down on your wrath. Like you're not supposed to stay in that state of anger, um, which is again, why it's supposed to be controlled. And also if you're feeling that type of emotion, then maybe that's like, I don't want to say conviction, but it's something that like, maybe you're supposed to act on it in some way, obviously not in like a angry way, but something to resolve whatever you're feeling. Um, like if you're angry about, uh, for example, bullying, I don't know why this came to mind, then step up and do something, you know, like help someone in need. But you're not just supposed to like ball up the anger inside of you and let the days pass by while you're feeling that way because that really can just lead to sin um in so many different ways um is there anything else i'm gonna say about this oh um i want to say something really quick i feel like we should definitely do an episode about this because there's so much that could be said but i like how i also like how it says don't like sleep being angry and part of that again like we know these things are hard to control like I think I was saying earlier how whenever I get mad or something like that um, it takes me time to go to God about it but like praying for that person makes it easier so that's one thing and also um, to just proclaim the word of God like you know you have joy through Jesus so just remind yourself like hey wait anger isn't from God, you know what I'm saying? Anger comes up because so-and-so, such-and-such, whatever, or because you're just a human and you have emotions that are completely normal, but I know that that's not what's given to me eternally, like, far beyond this world, like, that's not, you know what I'm saying? So, um, God didn't give it to me. God didn't promise me anger. He promised me joy, right? He promised me um, peace, so just proclaim that over your life. Mm-hmm. And um, even in verse 32, it's basically saying to be kind and be forgiving and all of those things that doesn't align with anger. And the word is not contradicting itself here. But as we said, it's not something that you're supposed to prolong. It's not something that you're supposed to be feeling um, for an extended period of time, but eventually, not even eventually, but you're just supposed to If someone is angering you, like Bethy said, it's easier to forgive them or to help them um, out of whatever they're doing if you pray for them. Um, And if you just remind yourself, like, because sometimes, okay, this is not even, like, that relevant. But I remember Bethy, or we would be talking about, like, like, these really nasty, like, crimes or, like, criminals, like, like, rape or whatever and I would just be like those people are literally so disgusting and this was a while ago keep in mind um and then Bethy would be like oh well you have to keep in mind like it's not the person like it's also you just have to remember to be mad at the devil and I'm like it's hard to separate someone from the sin that they're committing like especially if it's against you and you have to remember that sometimes not sometimes but those things are being controlled by the devil and it comes from him Mm. and it's not always that person that's carrying out those things because um they're like even verse I remember 18 is saying because because of their ignorance that is in them because of the blindness of their heart so you have to keep in mind they don't see things the way that you do and it's not Mm. even because you're a better person than them but it's because your eyes have been opened by God and it's Mm. so it's not the same thing you just have to remember like you can't be angry at that person because at the end of the day, you guys are equal. <laughs> like you're not any better than they are. It's just a matter of you found like your relationship with God before they did. Um, so yeah, I think that also just makes it easier to keep in mind to be able to forgive them and help them out of that space. Yeah, and I think that also just goes um, hand in hand with how it was saying to speak in love and like, again, not to condemn and all that. If you remember that they're blinded, you can't judge them um, for that because, again, you were once blinded to. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. I think that's all we got for this episode. Um, this really we went in. A lot <laughs> but, longer than I thought it would be. 
you were like, I want to make this episode shorter. And if anything, <laughs> it was longer than last time. But um, yeah. I think it was definitely for a good reason. Um, yeah. We didn't even get into every verse that we could have. We definitely could have made this longer. But it is what it is. I think we we still touched on a lot of important things. But mm. um, they all go hand in hand, too, which is just, like, so beautiful. How it just, like, wrapped up in the end. Um yeah, we definitely recommend you guys to, like, read it because we know, like, if we read it again and if we chose other verses or even the same verses, we can say different things about them. We can apply them to different parts of our lives, so. Yeah. Um, oh, I want to say that at the end of the episode. If you haven't given your life to Jesus, today is mm-hmm. the day to do it. I remember um, we don't do this in every episode. We need to start doing it because it's really important, but the whole purpose of this podcast is to try to bring people closer to Jesus. And if you haven't given your life yet, please don't hesitate. Don't wait. Um, tomorrow is not promised. Uh, you never know when your last day is going to be. You never know when Jesus is going to return. And by that time, it's going to be too late. There are people in hell right now that envy you for the spot that you have on this earth right now. So don't waste it. <laughs> that sounds like a commercial, but you know what I mean. <laughs> And if you um, need some, like, guide, guidance, what? Guidance. Oh, my goodness. If you need some guidance or just, like, any help or a friend or whatever, we're here. Our emails are, I mean, our email is, no, not at, our email is, it is finished pod at gmail.com. And our Our TikTok TikTok is, go ahead. (laughs) Take it away. Okay, don't gotta tell me twice. It's at It Is Finished Podcast. Um, we post on, well, yeah, you can DM us. I don't know if it's called DMing on TikTok, but whatever. Um, yes, okay. <laughs> Just contact us any form of communication that you'd like. We have emails, we have TikTok, we have Instagram. I'm pretty sure that's it's a pretty good list um so feel free to reach out to us if you need any guidance like she said any you want to talk about anything oh do you want to talk you want to talk about anything you have a prayer request literally anything yes. just prayer request we haven't mentioned that in a minute yeah um just let us know so yeah thank you guys for listening and we will be back next week Bye, guys. Bye.